apple cider and vinegar. I like to Double pour it down my pants too. Yeah, I also heard it's not only good for you know fighting off a cold or clearing skin abrasions. It's also good uh, to bathe in. Really? See, I nope. only heard apple cider, cider vinegar was – the only thing I've ever read it for is like clearing up like a zit or a cut or something. Like I had a cut in my forehead that wasn't going away. I used some of that. I didn't know that it was good for colds. Oh, yeah, man. Imagine how like – think about how strong it is. Like remember Katie had like tears. Katie Carrado with us, everyone. Welcome. Katie, you're Thanks. back. Bienvenido. And she <laughs> – She's fighting off a little cold, so she's like, I'm going to take a shot of apple cider vinegar on the show in honor of Rye 9 Fitness. And I, I, I have a bottle of it, and every night before I go to bed, I just – a little shot, a little – and it keeps me healthy as a horse. Yeah, Rye told me years ago to take a shot of it, and I forget why. I was either like injured or sick, and I just – I was hoping it was just the cure-all for everything. So yeah. in honor of Have my messenger, I thought I'd throw some back and pour so, some on the ground like in a his mat, honor. It comes out of an apple, which, you know, an apple a day. Um, and yeah. think of how, like, strong it is. It's so, like, harsh. And, not, like, you were taking it earlier, and I was like, you need a chaser for this. It's, it's brutal. So just imagine that just coursing through you and just pulling any kind of, like, badness, any kind of germs down with it and, you know, into your poop. A chaser That's of whiskey. Honest. It was yeah. It was either that or Maker's Mark, and I was like, you know what? Let's be healthy here. I think this has to be healthier than Maker's Mark and like Diet Pepsi. You know what? Last <laughs> night I had a hot toddy. Yes, nice. You know what that is? Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. That's, they're so good. Cinnamon. My buddy and I, who were who, we were hanging out last night, and we stumbled upon hyperbaric chambers and how there's like thirty-seven <laughs> people frozen. Still, like, you know, preserved. And we'll, we'll get into that later. Walt Disney. Uh, but then somehow we got into hot toddies. And he's like, oh, how do you make it? Oh, it's like four ingredients. It's like honey, lemon, boiling water, and like a two teaspoons of whiskey. So we made them, and they were delicious. And you wow. get like a little buzz. When you take the first sip, Yeah, it, it feels like life is going through every single... Orifice of your circulatory. It feels like morphine going through your varicose yeah. veins. Like I was going gonna... imagine putting apple cider vinegar in the toddy. Ooh. Whoa! See, I was <laughs> going to Google hot toddy, but I have a problem googling hot tot because of the things that are going to come up on my search. I don't want the NSA to open up another tab. Well, on me. another thing I learned: it's not T O T. It's like the name Todd. Yeah. Old that one too. <laughs> that, I, I don't want to look that up either. <laughs> you should have get Todd Bridges in the nude. <laughs> yeah, Todd Bridges in the nude. People don't need it. All right, before we go into the uh, theatrics of the show and the animatronics and the theatrics, remind us to tweet us at the podcastle at the underscore podcastle and uh, show us some love on Facebook and um, send us each a check. Please, we need money. Thank you. So Katie is obviously back with us. For those of you who don't know, we have a bunch of new listeners, so they didn't listen to the John and Agnes show or the Rogue show. This is the third podcast now that I will be having on my resume with Katie Carrado listed. Uh, under I love it. that. 
and Katie is just uh, you just get you know what I've done this with a lot of very talented people this podcast this radio world and some people they get it you know they just you can tell this is why they're doing what they're doing and some people don't but Katie you uh, you're just really easy to work with you're fun and uh, there's never a dull moment in your life like we all thought no Katie's mom now she's gonna be boring no, we, I had to like stop her on the Facebook thread today. Like, just stop, save this for the show. <laughs> You're always well, on thanks, Sean. That's that's praise from Caesar right there for sure. You're one of my favorite radio aficionados, next well, to Clark the Shark and Matt Dewitt, of course. And you're 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 going back to school? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm I'm going to wow. become a nurse finally. I'm a, I'm a Congratulations! Traveler. That's such an awesome. Thing Thanks, to do. Lord. It's such a cool job. I got a, my mom's a nurse, and you know, I found members are nurses. That's such a selfless, like awesome thing to do. Thank you. I got real sick like five years ago, and it was shocking. Like I never thought of the impact of like a nurse until I really needed them, and like they would change yeah. the course of the day like in one second if they even just you know went like one little extra mile. And I was like, I want to have that impact on people. Because I have no impact on people now. I'm in, in advertising for a fast food giant, and I hate it. Well, so <laughs> it's really empty, and all my marketing jobs have kind of been. You know, yeah. it's like not what I ever wanted to do. I just kind of stumbled into it because I have a broadcasting degree, and I was like, yeah, like I'm just going to hang out until I get a job. Yeah. And my mom was like, no, you're, you're actually really not. Like, get a freaking job. <laughs> so I had to, like, sell out and you go into marketing. And 10 years right. later, I'm like a loser, and I hate it. So It reminds, me, it reminds me, Katie, of, like, when I moved here and I, I took the radio job working on KISS overnights, weekend overnights. Oh. That I'd wake up at, like, 4 in the morning, fly down to Miami, record, like, six hours of radio in, like, an hour, uh, you know, all pre-recorded, and then drive back. I did it for three years. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to be Howard Stern." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really thankless. It's, it's not really tough. Yeah. yeah, and like you couldn't have That's any a- paid internships for some reason at Temple. I guess to like really like, you know, make the rubber hit the road, like meet the road. Like you really had to give your whole life to it. And I, I was like ready to, but my mom was like, oh, "Hell no!" <laughs> the battle axe was not having any artsy fartsies in the house she's like get out of here and get a freaking job in a bank like (laughs) you spoke about that in a factory you talked about that uh, on the john and agnes show one time i don't remember the year or the episode but i remember you talking about you wanted to be a a nurse and you know you have no problem like wiping butts and doing all the things that you don't (laughs) hear about when you're going through nursing school you were very it stuck i I think you might have broken it did you break an ankle or a leg or something i forget what it was but it was you're very passionate about it. I remember. I mean, I think that was the first time I ever listened to you on a on a program, and it would uh, it resonated. It was very uh, very inspiring. It's very yeah, good. Thanks, Clark. Thank you. What, yeah, what do you mean you got really sick? I um I had a nodule on my thyroid, and we we didn't know what it was like, and it really sucked because it was probably the only time in my life I would have back to back weeks off of work. I actually had two weeks off of work. One first week was going to North Carolina, the Outer Banks, for the first time. Oh. The second week was a classic sea isle trip, right? Like of course. the stars aligned, and I was so sick through both of them. I thought I had TMJ in my jaw. I thought I had 
an ear infection for like three months. Like it was that kind of pain. I lost like 30 pounds in a month because I couldn't even eat. And I always, uh, like, you can see how fat my head is, like, because I just, like, yeah. And it, it was going to be issue. And that's what it was. And, like, it was so scary and bad because I had to have, like, radioactive uptake and stuff in my thyroid. And, like, what? had an endocrinologist and all this crazy crap. What is radioactive uptake? It's like an <laughs> it iodine. Like a superhero. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. I had to, like, stay away from people. It was crazy. Katie, are you okay? No, I'm just bench pressing a Buick over here. It's fine. <laughs> Katie, you're flying. I just crushed my yeah. neck like a tick. Yeah, it was crazy. I, like, couldn't be around people. I had to drink this weird crap and take this one little weird red pill. Like, it was some serious science-level crap. But. Wow. Yeah, it was really scary and horrible, and it was like a horrible time in my life because my boyfriend at the time of eight years was cheating on me while <laughs> while so sick, which actually I thanked him for later because he was a big loser, but I'm ch- – and I was like, well, thanks, dodge the bullet, but – it was really like a scary, horrible time, and those nurses really made a difference. I would say they made more of a difference then than the ones in the room with me when I was giving birth and having my C-section, although they were tremendous oh, well, yeah. too. Wow. Because like, that happens, you know, every nine seconds. They're like paid to just be like robots. Dude, dude, yeah, don't, was, don't disturb. Right. Don't like overdo anything. Right. It was cursors. Yeah. The baby. <laughs> Yeah, just catch that. Get down! I'm trying to book a nurse in the OR of the Outer Banks Hospital. Get out of here. Yeah. What a a weird coincidence. Had two damn offers this week, and both nurses turned them down. Ah. So, John, do the the nurses you place have to, like, travel the world? No. What do you mean? Uh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah, how does that work? Because I have some friends that did that. How do you you turn down assignments? Traveling non-missionary nurse. Ooh. Like the flying nurse instead of the yeah. flying nun. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> it's Sally Field. Yeah. You're going to have to find that out for yourself. So uh, to, to make it real quick, like a travel nurse is a nurse that works within 50 miles of their home address and they get paid untaxed money, usually pretty well, pretty high. Um. They, they, we set them up in a hotel for three months. So say you go to, say you go to Outer Banks Hospital, you'd be there, you'd live, the nurse manager actually owns a condo. So you'd rent that for pretty cheap and you'd stay there for three months and you're like a utility nurse. Like you just got to be able to like jump in and figure it out right away. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's, it's cool. And it's really for gypsies and you know, with a kid and uh, a husband or a Chris, you know, you, uh, I don't know if you'd be okay with that, but people do it with their families. That's cool. Is it because they're understaffed? Like, uh, you know, they're having trouble filling in like an assignment for something for a couple months. Is that why you would, you would do that as opposed to hiring like another full-time position or could it be like a number of things? Um, it's yeah, it's mainly so obviously because I want to get one for like my apartment just for like, Yep. Like, I'm not taking care of myself lately, like, to wipe and, you know, get breakfast. <laughs> Is that an option? Wash. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's so, you know, the baby boomers are all dying. So, like, hospitals are incredibly understaffed. So, oh. they're just always understaffed. So, they need these experienced nurses who, they don't have to go through, like, a long process of interviewing for a permanent position. 
They can just bring them in for three months. If they work, they'll keep them another three months. If, they, if they're doing really good, they'll keep them for another three months. You can stay there for a whole year until they start taxing you. And then we wow. get them out. I think that's cool that's because incredible. if you like the place, yeah, yeah. If you like the place, you develop it. You know, you can be like, oh, I want to stay here. And if, if you don't really like the area, I mean, it's like uh, try something different. This girl that I uh, went to high school and college with, Katie, you know, or Lindsay Jakovac. Oh, yeah. She, she became a nurse after she graduated from Penn State. Then she took a travel assignment in Tampa, Florida. And then she just decided to stay there permanently. They hired her permanently. She, she lives That's there now. That's great. Yeah. She never probably would have, like, went there on her own to work. And here she loves it. Yes, exactly. That's Jack awesome. So you're back in school, obviously. Yeah, at Monco, <laughs> which I went to Monco, a.k.a. 202U, 13th grade. I went there <laughs> 12 years ago in between failing out of St. Joe's and graduating from Temple. I was a Monco student, and it is, like, so different. When I went there, it was, like, the Wild West. It was just, you know, you got what classes you got, and it was, like, you know, you're a punk loser kid, like get it together. Now it's like, they'll do anything they can to help you. It's like crazy how coddled these new students are. Like I'm sitting in a chemistry lab last night. That's really hard and it's for nurses. So it should be hard. And this old chemist, this like 80 year old man, who's the teacher three hours. Doctor who. He went through, yeah, he went through the syllabus and was like, this is this resource to help you. And I'm going to drop one of the tests and I don't do this. And if you, and like punks are like walking in like an hour late, like, yo, you got a syllabus, man. And he's like, oh yeah, here, like defeated. Like, and like the assignment was to print it. And I'm sitting there like enraged and I'm like, wow, like I'm not the punk anymore. I'm like the nerdy adult. But like, I was just so mad because like, when we went to college, you had to work and like do what you were supposed to do or you failed out like me at St. Joe's. Like I feel like in this generation, like I could have acted like a punk at St. Joe's and like just gotten all A's. The assignment like, was to print out the – The syllabus. That was all you had to do and like half the kids like stumbled in and they were like – Control yeah, P. Yeah, you got a copy of that, man. Like And like stormed up in the middle of the class and I was like – Whoa, like, have respect. This man's a doctor of chemistry. And he was just like, sure, here you go. Like, so defeated. Like, and here he had gotten in trouble before for, like, being too hard on the students. This one girl's like, Uh, I have a lot of anxiety about what I've read about you on the Internet and your testing. Oh, imagine that. Oh, he should retaliate. Yeah, he goes, he's like, yeah, I've heard that before, so I really want to have a discussion about, like, everyone's anxiety and really put that to rest. I'm sitting there like, what? If I would have said that, like, in my college career, it would be like, yeah, you should have anxiety, you loser. Like, you're you're in trouble, like, for saying that, you know, (laughs) like, get it together. You were there, like, 10 years ago? Yeah. Well, when did I, I was, I was there for briefly in 2003. Like I had two years at St. Jude's. Ten years ago. Imagine how much it's changed. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Everyone's like really nice and helpful. Like I couldn't even figure out how to get a parking permit. So I like went to campus like an hour early. And like Uh, I didn't want to wear my work like business suit. So I like changed into like jeans and a hoodie and like Uggs. (laughs) Chicken costume. Fake Uggs like that I got from like Payless. And like (laughs) I was like packing a bag and Chris was like, what are you doing? You're not going to blend in. You're 32 and like clearly like a disheveled mother. And I'm like, shut up. Like 
I just want to look like a kid. And he's like, you're not going to. And I have like a, like a crappy stained Jansport from like eighth grade. And I was like, I'm bringing this. And he's like, don't like, it's going to make it worse. Like everyone's going to think you're a nerd and not want to be your lab partner. And he like was making, and we were like laughing, but I like laid awake all night, like worried about uh. that. <laughs> so I was like hot stepping around campus, like do do do, like. And then I went and got my ID, like real easy. Got my parking permit. They had like little like, like stalls. She's like Billy Madison. Like remember, when, <laughs> like thinks he's dressing like hip, and he like opens his jacket, and they're like, nice shirt, <laughs> yeah. big dog's t-shirt from like 1995. Exactly. <laughs> trying to be hip, but it's like the wrong generation. Yeah, exactly. I like had this. As kids, what do you like, want? That's what you wore in over ten years ago. I know. Claus went to Monco, and he was for like I don't know a year or something like that. And he took a class, and he, he said the first day he said like a, a few of the right answers, you know that you should like he knew like some of the background, and uh, they labeled him like a gifted student. And for the rest of the semester, he just they're like, you know what, you're gonna pass. We're gonna give you an A. Just help some of the other kids. And he's like, I really have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> kind of floated him back, and he, he said it was the easy. Oh, welcome back. Kids. I think we, you cut out for a second. I'm back. I was explaining, just to recap, my buddy Matt went to, to Monco for a while, and he said, like, a few of the right answers on the first day. And, you know, I don't know what the subject matter was, but they uh, they were like, oh, he's he's gifted. So we're going to pass you if you could just be, a you know, an aide to the other kids. He had no idea what he was doing. They were, like, that doing the homework so... for him. Oh my god! I wonder if that's a thing now. When you said the kids can skate by, ah, uh, uh, they totally can. I feel like it was just unbelievable. It was really making me mad. They just float them, you know. You have a pulse, a plus. Well, they have some early intervention program, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh my god, do they like sniff out like kids on drugs? No, it's like. The teacher uh-huh. recognizes, like, when a kid is doing bad, probably because they're a slacker. And then, like, the whole college steps in to, like, save the day. And I'm like, what? Get him. <laughs> like, what? Like, yeah, I, I went feel to like Penn State to where I felt like I had to claw for everything. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh. exactly. Like, like they wanted you to screw you have to up work. to, like, teach you a lesson. I wish I were in school now, man. I, I actually, I don't think we would be as ambitious, ambitious as we were, but you could probably get away with a lot of shit that, you know, if somebody says something you don't like, you'd be like, you know what? I'm very sensitive. That's bullying. And they're like, yeah, well, leave <laughs> yeah. them alone. You know? Where, where was exactly all the shit when we were growing up? When kids were, like, pulling my hair and fighting me on the bus? Where was, like, the bullying campaign, you know? But then you learn, like, how to deal with situations. And I feel like if you're just going to kind of hand everybody everything on a platter, you're kind of taking away... You know, like the survival of the fittest and like social. Right. You're just, you know, making a bunch of people socially awkward. And what's even worse is it's so easy to cheat. You know? Yeah. It's, it's the internet makes it like, how do you not cheat on everything? It's just too simple. Back in the day, you had to really make an effort. Oh. You had to do like yeah. codes, you know, like different, like, like scratch the ear. Hide things. Yeah, numbers, tapping on the desk. <laughs> Really writing it stretch, on your shoes stretch your eyes you know <laughs> into the corner of your eye oh, oh I can download see. waves that's how i knew i was like well at least i'm good at something i am good at cheating and it kind of helps because in today's day and age they employers encourage you to use a calculator and use the internet for every like back things up don't just go you know did you check this and you know cheat sheets are encouraged very much so reminders yeah. 
Cliffs. Cliffs. Hogwash. One of my buddies. How long? Go ahead. One of my buddies. Uh. He was telling. He was showing me. I think I talked about this on the show once, but he showed me like this little short, kind of like you know, art house French film his daughter made for a French class, and it was pretty good. I said, "Wow, that's great." And uh, I guess she got an A. And uh, did everyone else like it? And you know, he goes, "Well, they don't screen it." And I said, "Well, why?" It's like you know, it's a, it's the project. And he says, "Well, if some kids yeah. aren't as good. They don't want them to feel bad." And I oh, thought, "That's life. God. That's that's me in every class, right? Though, except that one class, right? Like, yeah. When I had nothing. We to make a video. We got to make a video for Dare, and I destroyed. <laughs> it made everything else look like, like like they were retarded. Like all the other groups that made videos." <laughs> It was like, oh, we have special children in our class. No, oh, good for good for them, you know. Well done. And meanwhile, special Agnew children. and Fran Lang and I and Bill Ganner put together this like, you know, something you could submit at an indie film fest. <laughs> we did that. Yeah, I'm too. getting Me D minuses in every other class. Right, it's my one ace in the hole. Yeah. We did that, John. Me and your brother and McAteer and Rick Outland and Gaffney. And, we did a um, like a Jerry, yeah, like a Jerry Springer like takeoff. Like it was, it was like a religion. It was like Jesus and pals from South Park, but we made it like Jerry Springer. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, they would right. like we'd play the Offspring and like Rye and McAteer, and my brother would all like run in and start brawling. And then like, uh, like one of them was like like Steve Wilkerson yeah. would like run in and like pull them apart and be like, yeah, knock it off. Like, and that's all we did for like the whole video. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan awesome. lifted my idea when you, we had to do the take on Macbeth, and I did Jerry Springer. Then the year after it, he must have had to do this. Totally yeah, ripped my idea. Yeah, it was like idea. a theology yeah. class for Miss yes. Catanzaro. Oh, that's so funny. She was the worst. That's where we got that idea. So I emailed uh, the OceanConservancy.org uh, yesterday, Clark. I copied yes. lines. Yeah, good work on that, man. That's, that's I tight. sneakily copied you. And uh, just, check, just checked in with them just to say, hey, you know, we're still, uh, we're still up for the 24-hour podcast uh, during Shark Week in August. Um, I haven't heard back from them, but I bet I will Friday. That's usually when they get back to me. Um, you know, we're, we still have so much time. It's a lot to plan. There's lots to manipulate. It's a lot to plan, but we but we already have like the the outline of the show. I mean, we can tweak it and change whatever we want, add things, subtract. <laughs> we already have but, fifty, you know, a hundred plus hours. We we'll just recycle old bits. We don't even tailor them <laughs> to the show. It's like, hey, everybody, Donald Trump announced he's running for president. You know, it's like it's nothing to do with the ocean. Wouldn't that be the biggest ripoff ever? If it's like. Oh. The podcast is going to do a 24-hour podcast, and we just play all our shows, like, on a loop. We play, and we, we show a video real. of us listening to old shows. Like, we're just sitting there, like, at our computers, like, getting something to eat. Like Shia LaBeouf. We're just listening to it. Hey, is that the premise? Can you talk about the uh, the project? Shia LaBeouf's project? No, your project. The pilot. The pilot. Well, I'm becoming a pilot. Yeah. Uh, I'll be flying a piper. And uh a piper? That you know, thing? I can't I can talk about it a little bit. A little bit. All right. Uh prohibited not to until after it's submitted, but I'm shooting a pilot right now um for a major movie network. I pitched an idea to him back in November and uh 
first show. They really liked it. They said, we want to see something by January 31st. And uh, wow. gave me a little budget. And um, actually, last weekend, I filmed two days straight. Uh, so burnt out. And then this weekend, we're knocking the last two days out. So uh, I've already been editing it. So it should be pretty cool. But I'm going to throw everything out there the day after the first. I am a huge, shameless ham with self-promotion. So there's nothing more I want to do than like just social media this all over. But they were like, if you post it, you need to do this hashtag. And, you know, it's got, it's very regimented. I guess I don't know. So, but it's coming soon, yeah. and there will be a, quite a pilot coming out, and uh, it'll be for YouTube. Um, so it should be cool. I'm excited. Awesome. It's fun, man. It's fun. Congratulations, Shark. Thank you. It's a porn. It's a porn. It's uh, <laughs> it's an adult network, and uh, that's why actually, Katie, I brought you on the show tonight. There's uh, part I'd like to audition for. <laughs> well, Chris comes in and punches me in the head. No. But it's good. It's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a sketch a sketch show. Does it have? Is it a, a comedy? It's called Shark Bites. It's a comedy. No way. I like it. it. There you go. There like, you heard it, folks. B y t e s. Actually, no. But that's that's a great idea. It, it, it's called Bites. Like, uh, yeah, B y t e s. I'm just doing computer. Advice, and they're like, but you're not that good. I'm like, well, the megabyte is one one thousandth of a gigabyte. Well. Clark, you're not even that, that good at computers. So it should be fun. There's a lot of good things brewing. And uh, because it'll be a YouTube-funded YouTube channel, I can always put the uh, PodCastle uh, episodes on there as well. We can start filming those um, because I think that would be the best route to take as well is put some videos on there because they yeah. kind of write themselves, you know. You just sit right. in a chair and we re- release this orgasm of, of magic of waves. So it's cool, man. Um, it's I'm excited for it. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw you some uh, some of the clips this weekend and you can tell me what you think. You can't like tell us the, the premise. You're going to show me that off the air. Um, I'll tell you guys off the air. I don't want anyone to rip it off. Okay. No, you don't want spoilers. Don't want no spoilers. Way. Han Solo dies in my project. I don't know about the other films, but it's, <laughs> it's, it, gets, it gets pretty well. Well, there is no other smoother way to, to, to do this, to segue, but we're going to... Uh, Metamorphosis. You know, The Force Awakens. Something else is going to awaken right now. An old <laughs> classic segment. I'm going to sing it to my... Complex, everyone's favorite game. Cool or lame. That's right. We're doing cool or lame on Nerd 35. Back from the John and Agnew show. And I'm going to start it off with a tricky one. Cool or lame. All-star games. Katie, you go first. Because you didn't know it. Lame. Lame. Only in the case of the MLB is it not lame because it actually means something. And it means home field advantage in the World Series. All other games. The Pro Bowl, I would rather jump off something tall than watch. And (laughs) I don't know if the NHL has one. I know the NBA has one and it's all hyped up. And the NBA is kind of corny anymore anyway. And but I would say 75% lame, 25% not even cool, but necessary in the MLB. 
Mm. So is that basically just a lame, not a mega lame? Basically just – yeah, basically just a lame. I don't know if I have like a bias because I, when I played in an all-star game as a kid, I got mad about being taken out of center field, my position, and just because like every kid had to play, and I climbed up on the dugout like in a, like a like a form of protest, and then I got stuck up there because I was too scared to come down. Sad luck. And <laughs> my dad had to like cajole me down, and like for some reason everybody applauded when I finally got down. Which why? Like why were they clapping for me? Like I was like a menace. They're like all right. So I don't know Crazy if I have person. like deep seated like fear. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like eleven and I was just like up there like howling like a screech owl, like <laughs> mad that I wasn't playing. And then like I was stuck up there. Like I, I wouldn't come down, like the umpire was yelling, like it was just a disaster. The best I don't know thing, if I just have bad feelings of that. It's awesome. The best thing about playing cool or lame with Katie is that we usually get some like deep seated childhood like reasoning <laughs> behind why. Beer tears. <laughs> some traumatic experience. She's stomping her feet on the top of a dugout like a maniac. Shot a guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's sad they took you out of center field because you you just wanted to play. So basically you're a kid and you just say to the coach, like, put me in coach, you know, I'm ready to play today. And it was center field. Exactly. Yeah. It was Coach Fogarty. Like, he just wouldn't freaking... <laughs> uh, he just wouldn't keep me in there. What was his real name? Do you not want to say it? Uh, the John. real coach? Yeah. Was he like... Did he have like Lenny. a mean name? Was it like, you know... Lenny Fogarty. Now rubber tits nail biter? <laughs> Lobster breasts. <laughs> Crab legs. No. That would be a great nickname. <laughs> Set him up, legs. knock him down. Yeah, go send crab legs after him. Clark, <laughs> cool or lame, all-star games. I'm going to have to compare it to a leg that doesn't move anymore. Lame. <laughs> all-star games to me are like the like a preseason game or like spring training. I'm just, unless it's, you know, unless somebody yeah, gave unless me tickets to go watch it, I, I probably would never. I don't think I've seen watched an all-star game. Or any any kind of a Pro Bowl my whole life. All-Star game I haven't watched in years. And NBA All-Star games. I remember there was one in Los Angeles recently, and it was like the highest crime week from all the entourages. And there was like shootings at every yes. club. Yes. I was like, no, I don't want any part of this. But the late. score, Yeah, the, the NBA All-Star game is – it's like 206 to 210. And the hockey All-Star game is like 11 to 12 – yeah. So, yes, you were both correct. All-star games are lame. But, Katie, I do agree with you. I like the baseball one. Uh, cool or lame? <laughs> Parents who shelter their kids from curse words. Clark, I'll let you start since Katie is a parent. I'm going to have to side to, this, to a politician whose words don't mean much because they're almost out of office. A lame duck. And I think to a degree, I don't think any child should be going around saying, fucking meatloaf. But um, I don't think you should try to shout to them because once they get on that school bus, you're going to learn pretty quickly what words exist. So I'd say lame for that one. Very good. Very good. Katie, I do you shelter Clark. Billy from curse words? No. I mean, we, we don't really curse too much in general around him or around any other kids just because we've like learned to right. like censor but yes. I, I don't think i will because 
I don't know, like Clark said, it's out the window anyway. And then you're like the kid. Like, I, I want to be like a cool parent that's just like honest and open. Like my mom Don't was an actor. Like, yeah, treat teach him like restraint. First. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, you know, just cursing like a meanie, like rah, like as soon as I could because I wasn't allowed to. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. It's yeah. like the kid that's we it's never allowed to, allowed to touch alcohol. And, right. Yes. And then when they go to college, they they, they, they drop out they. the first day. Yeah. Exactly. Alcohol poisoning like crazy. Bad sexual escapades. I brought up that one because um, I there's this guy that I work with who listens to the show. He's probably going to be listening to this episode, and uh, he's got like a, his daughter's like three, and she's like just a Tasmanian devil, and uh, in a good way. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, we're oh, we we're having a dance party. Dubstep came on, then the the f word dropped, so we had to turn the radio off or something like that. And I was like, don't give the words that power. Like, he's going to learn them anyway. Just teach him there's a time to use them and there's a time not to use them, you know. And uh, I think, you know, they should be smart enough to figure it out. Clark, how's my audio? It sounds crisper Katie? than bacon on a July board. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know if it's me or you guys, but it's like going in and out. It's probably me. <laughs> Oh, I have a good. I have a good uh, reading from you both. The the Gaga meter says one twenty on here, so, so it's pretty good. But if you're having some issues, let me know. It sounds pretty crisp from both of you, and you both look beautiful. Oh, good. Today. Yeah, you and Katie are are staticky on me, but as long as we sound good to you, Clark, it doesn't really matter. It sounds good on the recording. Uh, the feedback on that, so I, I think. Uh, can you guys deal with it, or is it kind of like a? Do you want to re restart it? Yeah, let's restart it real quick. All right, stay tuned. Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll commercial be right break. Hello? Ground control to Major Town. Commencing countdown engines on. Start ignition and may God's love be with you. How do we sound? This is my <laughs> How do we sound? We're recording, by the way. I'll edit, I'll edit this little part out. But Kate, do we sound okay to you? Do we sound not crisp? Um, a little, a little better than before. Huh? John looks real crisp. His video, Clark. You look like you're Bin Laden in a cave. Well, you kind of sound like it. But the room's very dark in here, but. You're like a blurry, pixelated paint image right now. Let me try turning the video like off. Like John's all photoshopped, and you're like a paint image. How do I how do I sound now? Do I sound any better? Sound any better? You sound better yeah. now. 
better now. I'm off video now, too. Yeah, let's just get off video. Maybe it's that's like three of it's too much for someone's connection. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't really know. No. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Does it sound okay? Is Shall it doable? Continue? Yeah, let's continue. No, we're all, we're all back to normal now. Okay. okay. I feel good about this. All right. Let's continue along. Cool or lame? Sorry, everyone, for that <laughs> technical difficulty. I'm sure it was Katie's fault. Yes. Cool or lame? <laughs> it always is. Oh, and you were both correct. Uh, parents who shelter their kids from curse words are lame, and I don't think uh, – I think you're giving power to words, and you shouldn't do that. Yeah. It's like when a curse – when someone says a, cur- a curse and you go, oh, <gasps> you don't need to do that. You can look at the person and go, you know, cut cut down the curse, cut down the curse around the children. Right. This just doesn't sound – It's like, like parents that uh, – people that when you light up a smoke around them, they're like <gasps> – Get it away! Get it away! It's like, come on. Grow the fuck up. That doorknob you just turned has more germs on it than this cigarette. <laughs> cool or lame? Donald Trump. Clark, I'll let hmm. you go first. Well, he's an idiot. I don't know if he's lame, though. So... <laughs> I'm going to say cool in the sense that he's getting more people to focus on politics. Whether they're for him or against him, more people need to vote, and he's kind of drawing a lot of people out of the woodwork. I hate him, by the way. I don't think he'll ever win. But I think he's drawing more people out of the woodwork to pay attention to politics and perhaps vote and get more involved in the uh, sacred franchise of legislative elections. So I'm going to say cool for that. I think anyone that's bringing people out for that. It's uh, it's a good thing. As Andy Kaufman says, everyone needs a villain because then mm-hmm. you know, yeah, everything needs the heroes, the heroes show up. Right. So, whether you love him or you hate him, he's he's invoking emotion. Yes. Excellent answer, Clark. So I I and <laughs> cool. That's understandable. Uh, Katie. Donald Trump, I, last time I, I talked to you, Katie, on a podcast, you told me you were a staunch Republican. Yes, <laughs> I am. Um, with weird liberal, like, heartstrings sometimes. Now, I think he's Weeks. cool. Not not for what he stands for, but, like, his his undying, relentless, like, like um, it's almost like that theory of, like, I, I can't, like, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> if he, muddled thoughts. Trump, Trump, like uh, I, Trump, Trump, like I might believes, not agree with what himself. you say, but I'll yeah. defend you to the death to say it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, like he just he he doesn't back down, and I think I think he's kind of a badass. He holds his own because he said a lot of stuff. Obviously, that's not truthful, and he knows it. But he's still gonna like. He's like. Uh, He's like that guy that if you get in a fight with, you might knock him down, but I'm just like, just keep getting up and coming at you until like you're dead, you know? Like he, he's a, he's a fighter, yeah. you know. And he's tenacious. He's uh, tenacious and salacious. He, he's uh, he's an amazing um, like back and forth, you know, conversationalist. You know, like if you disagree with the first thing he says and you like combat it, he'll take it in another direction. And, and, you know, expose something about you. You know, like, remember, he was like, we wouldn't even be talking about immigration if it wasn't for me. Which was true. 
I mean, people were talking about it, but they weren't talking about it this much. Yeah, Trump. that's true, John. That's a good right. point. And uh, you're both correct. He is cool, but yeah. he's very lame in um, a shadow because he's just exposing a lot of people that say, bah. Bah. Hey, let me say one quick thing about Trump. I was thinking about this week. I was... I had a last week. I was a couple of days where I was kind of scared. I was like, "Oh, if he wins, man, this is going to be really, really bad." Like he stands for me, for someone like a mind, you know, like a progressive thinking man. I just think a lot of things he says. If he actually did, it would be awful. But then I, I see how hard Obama it is for Obama to get things done. I'm like, you know what? It's not easy for anybody yeah. to just pass. No matter who gets elected, whether it's Jiminy Cricket himself, you know, he will be wishing upon a star against you know people voting against him. It's so tough to get things done. <laughs> So I think we're just going to stay like a boat rocking in the water for a while. I don't think anything radical is coming. So I'm kind of cool with the whole thing. I totally agree. I I actually was – I'm like, wow, this is really starting to it, – like it slowed down for a while. And now it's like this is the only guy anyone's talking about. And it will be really crazy to see him as the president of the United States. It will be so funny. And, you know, like you're right, Clark, like the House and the Senate run the whole – you know, like there's so much that like one president like Trump, he's not going to change much. No. There's too still, much fighting. still the sum of the people. Yeah. There's a lot of bickering back and forth between the two political parties. One thing too about Trump is uh, – Oh, that dog of mine. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, would, I don't want to derail the game of Call of Lame. No, keep calling about, keep calling about Trump. I love nope. it. Staying silent. That's, no. why, that's why I put no. it in here. My biggest problem with Trump is not the, the fake facts or the racism or any of that stuff. Like, it's really not. Everybody has, believe me, a lot of those guys up there have demons that you don't even want to know about. But it's that he has no experience in politics. I think it would be so foolish of us as a country to elect someone to the highest political office the most important powerful man in the world who has no experience in that field it's like me walking into uh i don't know we talked about nursing let's say walking to john hopkins and going hey listen i've never done surgery i didn't go to school for this i wasn't a you know but put me in there as you know the head brain surgeon and i run and they're like give it to him he's got great things like i think that's very irresponsible as a country it's very arrogant to do that first of all but it's very irresponsible country to, to, to elect somebody in my opinion that doesn't have any experience. Like that should be the biggest red flag about everything. He's never been in office. But isn't yo? But imagine if that is actually his strength. So instead of trying to be political about things, he just like bulldozes them and gets them done. Like he just like doesn't care and says whatever he wants. So what if that's like how he is when he's president? Like he just follows through on all this crap because he doesn't worry about like all the red tape that's going to get in the way. I think he does. I think he would do that know. as president, but the problem is there is red tape, and he, he can't get through it. There, there's, I mean, look at Obama and the, right. the Obamacare. I mean, that passed four years ago, three years ago, and they're still trying to get rid of that. I mean, there's just there's so many things and that you have to go through. The old peach if he pisses too many people off, you know. So, I just think that's the whole thing. I mean, I would wow. if somebody like Kate Carrado ran for president, you know, experience, I would vote for because yeah. she shoots from the hip and she's got an honest heart of gold. But I just think student he's, government. <laughs> Thanks, Gordon. Were you on the student council? That was actually really nice. I would. I'd vote for you. I think you got a good heart. <laughs> Thank you. 
It's not too late to put your hat in the ring. I mean, if you want to make this announcement, <laughs> you go into nursing school for like, I hear you're running for president. Clark! Anyway. Could you imagine? Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yes. All I don't right. want to get too political. We're almost done here. <laughs> cool or lame? And I mentioned this earlier in the show. The other night, my buddy and I somehow just started reading all about people that are frozen Ooh. in hyperbaric chambers. Like they died and they were like, freeze my body. So when the technology comes about that you can bring me back, do it. And there's about like 30 plus people in the world that are frozen in these hyperbaric chambers. Uh, and they can run without electricity. They're, they're sealed and just like frozen shut. I don't know how it works. It's science. And they're kept alive. Well, they're kept preserved. And uh, I don't think there's like any real famous people. But some have like children and like pets. And I just I was like, how does how much does it cost? Like, how does this happen? I can't believe it's real. I always heard the rumors about Walt Disney being frozen under uh, the Magic Kingdom, which is definitely not true. Uh, so cool or lame? Hyperbaric chambers. I'm gonna go with cool. I would never do it because I would never want to. I believe in an afterlife, and I don't want to be asleep. I think that would be awful. I mean, I I can't even sleep well as it is. Let alone be at you know, in ice and knocked out. But I think if it's possible and you could reanimate somebody, it'd be kind of cool. I just think of Demolition Man. a good teddy bear. Yeah. That's I think it. Austin Powers. <laughs> come, t- come, t- come, your nation. Come. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Uh, I'm going to go with cool in that. Evacuation complete. That's interesting, Clark, because if that is true, like, you know, as if like you die and your soul goes up to heaven. So what happens if science figures out a way to bring this person back to life? Does your soul then like have to sneak back down? It takes that's... an elevator down. You're stuck in L.A. traffic. Yeah, I like, think how it works. Up there in heaven, like, yeah! It's I gotta go, I gotta yeah, go! It's the best place in the world! Wow. And then all of a sudden, ding, ding, ding! Fuck! I, th- I think if I you die, you're dead. I that out! Right, I think if you die, you're probably dead, but I'd imagine the uh, hyperbaric chambers where you're in the uh, hypersleep is, you know, like you're medically induced, you know how they do in comas, but you're, you're what is yeah. it, animation, the... the Susp- growth is suspended, so you're just kind of stuck in that moment. Like suspended Ripley and Aliens. So are you dead? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you die, or do they freeze you like right before you would have died? <laughs> what if you froze certain parts yeah. of yourself? Like, my dick, no. I might be 80, but my dick's 30. Get away! <laughs> Get away! <laughs> I want to have only my brain frozen. Oh, and my... <laughs> and my... Um... <laughs> I think it's you die, Katie, then they freeze you. Oh. So it's like when I die, freeze me. And if you, the science figures out how, if science discovers a Lazarus pit, bring me back to life. <laughs> the Lazarus pit. I don't think that would ever uh, be an issue for a lot of people if they were, you know, people want to live forever. I think if that was legal and possible, 
whatever. I think you'd have people jump on board with that. Holy shit. There's huh. uh there's two in Florida. There's one in <laughs> there's one in jump on it. Pompano and one in West Palm Beach. Wow. Harry Barrow Medical Corporation. And then Orca Hyperbaric Oxygen. I know what gift certificate wow. you're getting for your wedding. <laughs> Katie. Yes. Um, I, think, I think it's lame because, like you said, there's way too much uh, way too much conflict going on there. And I'm confused, like, if you're dead or not dead. And I'm afraid of dead bodies, so I don't want them, like, in chambers just up, like, on the earth. I want yeah. them in the ground where they belong. So upright. There's that. I think it's lame. Zombies. Get your ass in the ground where you belong. Yeah, or in a or in a furnace. But not us, because we're Catholic. We don't do that. Is oh, that really don't... not allowed? I have no idea. No. Oh. I was like... No, I, I, don't th I think at one point, if you were Catholic, it's you can't get yourself cremated. I'm not, I'm not actually sure, to be honest with you. I don't have the answer. If only there was a website or something you could ask. Well, that's crap. That's crap. <laughs> I want to be rolled up in smoke by you, Katie. I want my ashes to be like found in a packed cigarette, and you smoke it while listening to Center Field in the car by Tom <laughs> Fogarty, John Fogarty, and just <laughs> oh man, Clark tasted good today. That there's way too much there that we shouldn't look into, but my heart was in the right place. Just smoke me. <laughs> just pack me in, or John, pack me in a bowl and just put me in there with some Alabama Kush. Some pineapple express. Some, uh, some Montgomery Gentry. <laughs> 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 All right, and finally, cool or lame? Adele. Kate, I'll let you, uh, the floor is yours. Adele? Adele? Um. Yes. I, yeah. Pop singer. The pop singer. Dude, I think she's lame. I don't get what the hype's about. I don't particularly like her music. I don't know why it's this like viral freaking frenzy whenever she puts out one of these whiny ass songs. Um I know she has a pretty voice, but uh that's about as far as that goes on any level and I think she's lame. Love that. All right. And Clark? I'm gonna I don't really care for Adele either way. I think she's talented, but I'm gonna say cool in the sense that I'm not an expert to I don't know a lot about her. But I think she's cool that she gets as much airplay and awards and recognition that she does. Um and she doesn't have to like get naked and do things like Miley Cyrus has to like, you know, get naked and, like, blow a hammer to get, like, you know, more right. airplay. She can kind of just sing. She's Swing not attractive. Around. She's kind of frumpy looking. And she can still, like, sell millions and win Grammys without having to do any of the shenanigans. So I, I, I agree with Katie with the, the music and the, whatever. I could put me to sleep. But the fact that you can make it that far today yeah. in 2016 without, you know, getting naked, I think is kind of cool. Being a whore. Yeah, because I, I have to be a That's whore. That's true. That's a good point, Clark. I never Just, thought about it like that. Am I giving shitty answers to this game? I'm trying to be like political. I'm like, well, uh, uh, hey, no, here's the thing, no. Jefferson. Here's the thing. I'm just uh, trying to. I mean, she's lame. She sucks. Great she's British. And that's 
And you're actually correct. The answer is Adele is cool, and here's why. One, because of what you just said, and two, I thought for sure her sophomore effort was going to be a flop. Yes. And it certainly was not. It was like bigger than her, her previous one. So that alone impressed me. If you can put out two back-to-back albums, then I say that you're cool and you figured something out. But, Katie, I agree with you in the sense that can you just sing something happy once? Right. Who's hurting this poor Why woman? Have to be heartbreak. <laughs> Who is hurting this girl? Why is they breaking her heart? I thought that was over. Why is this uh, I thought that was over. She made her millions. She won all her Grammys, and now she should be happy forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> Let the sky fall. I like to do a duet or a triplet with you and Katie Carrado one of these days. We need, to, we need to release a song, man. We need to get an album going. We should do it. That's the one thing that we haven't done. Yeah, we need a song. You and I need a collaboration. Have we lost Katie for good, or is the sound just really bad? No, I'm here. What yeah, if Katie came back on? It sounds a little muffled, but I think it'd be funny if Kate paused for a second and then we're like, Katie there, and she's like, Oh no, I'm here. You guys just fucking suck, so I'm quiet. We're like, Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. No. Whoa. No, I, I swear, and I, I, I actually buy internet now, so I swear it's not my horrible connection. It's John's. John keeps fading in and out of Skype, John, as a. Uh, like you're away for a second, and then you're, you keep loading. I think it's John. Look at that handsome face. So John's back so on the my, video. <laughs> my voice, my sound has been shitty. For the past couple seconds, it has been. It's very audible, but uh, might be okay. And I don't get it because you guys are just—it's like hard to hear anything you say. Still. Well, that's it for Cool or Lame. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Thank you. And uh, I didn't keep score, so it doesn't matter. We're all winners. And that's all I had <laughs> I for realize, this episode of Nerd we 35. Created. I didn't. I, I started doing that towards the end of the John and Agnew show, like actually correcting you guys. Like I'd be like, no, the answer is lame. <laughs> no, <laughs> your opinion is, opinion is false. But I was like, oh, that's like a good joke. Well, that's to what I got. Like see what you know. I got confused. My the point first of, one, my you point were like, yeah, you're both right. It's lame. <laughs> Clark, is your mom cool or lame? Oh, she's cool. Actually, you're wrong. That's my mom. Stop hurting the way I live. Microphone. Yeah. Tweet us at the podcast. I see John Crystal Clear. He's in like high resolution, but I can't hear him. Tweet us at the podcast, the underscore podcast. Oh, there you are, Clark. Here we are. We're good. Maybe it's me. What if I was having like a medical problem on the air and you're like, oh, it's just the connection. I'm like, no, I need help. And you're like, ah, oh, he's choppy. <laughs> help him. He's choppy. And I'm like, no, 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 911. And like, I'm, I'm tech. I'm mashing the keys. You're like, even the keys are coming in, you know, messed up. I'm like, no, I need help. What else do we got in tonight's uh, menu? I, I just thought of a great peas, peas, peas. <laughs> Deliver it. Is my sound still off? Sounds great. No, it's it's back to normal. Oh, I sound good? Perfect.
I was. Uh, I can't hear John. Cleaning off my desk here, and I had to move my portable I keyboard, him. and I He's dropped like a it. Mind. And some of the, some of the letters. Hold on, We're, Kate can't hear you. Can you not Kate, hear me? I can. Kate can't hear you. There seems to be a bit of an issue. Can you hear me? Okay, you're a little fuzzy. Uh, you're a little fuzzy too. That's how I sound. It's a vocal problem. No, I I, I can't back that up. Uh, maybe it's my connection. Maybe I have a shitty connection tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, now you guys. Should I try better. to call back in? Why don't we do that? I all right. I'll hang on. I'll try all to right. call back in. I'm gonna do this here. It's okay. Not everybody has a flawless uh, time. Every time they're doing some kind of... I mean, you saw the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean didn't work when Disneyland opened up in 1955. Um, so obviously yes. certain technical issues playing, some great cinematic works and medium forms of the spoken word. Katie's back. How do, you, how do we sound? How do we look? How do you feel? You, you sound You sound good. So you're trying to say it look how like do shit. I sound? Well, you noticed the way it was born. Now, now I hear you. It's... John's on a delay. It's so weird because he looks like a mime. Like his lips are moving and he doesn't. And then I'm going to get off the uh, video. Like 10 seconds later. I think we should all get off video. I think that's, that's mucking it up. Yeah. All right. I'll get all off right. video. Quit while we're ahead. That was a good, short, sweet, juicy 95. Juicy. Nerd 35. 90, 95. I'm on 95. Um, <laughs> tweet us at the podcastle, the underscore podcastle. You guys want to add anything? Additionally to tonight's broadcast. Thanks for having me 24 on. Hour 24 hour show. 24, 24, 24. Thanks for being on the show. You're always welcome. And while we have a few seconds here, uh, we talked to, we mentioned earlier, I just want to get your, we, uh, it's going to eat, eat me all night. I need to know what you think. He said, uh, what is something that you like that everyone hates or maybe it was vice versa? And I want to yes. say that I don't really know something that Oh, I said both of them. Okay. Well, let me hear what yours are because I'm really, I'm really curious. Okay. Like, what, what is can something you that you love? So... I can hear you. What do you love that everybody hates? Um, Doctor Kavorkian. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have like a whole list of them. I actually, I think I hate more things that everyone loves. Okay, let's hear some of those. Like, I hate brunch. I hate okay. brunch. Adele. I hate New York. I hate Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I hate iced tea. I thought you were going to say I hate ISIS. I hate I'm like, I hope snow. so. I hate, I hate like, everything. because you've never tried Mama's iced tea. Oh, diabetes. That's right. I haven't. But I grew up in Hadfield. Like, frozen burgers <laughs> is allegedly, like, the best stuff. And I, I freaking hate it. Yeah. Sexual. I mean, one pee. <laughs> I'd rather drink a big glass of ACV than iced tea. What's ACV? Uh, What's ACV? Apple cider vinegar. <laughs> oh yeah, down the hatch. I said it. What about you, John? What do you, what do you hate? Everyone loves. Um, can you hear me? Can you hear me fine? Guess you guys can't hear me. I guess you can't hear us. Can you hear? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. I can hear you. You can hear me? I can. I hear. 
a cat crying. I can hear too. you, John. Guys, I can hear you. There might be a delay. I'm just going to wrap this up. I'm going to say that I hate with a passion avocados, and everybody loves them. See, avocados to me are very tasteless. They don't taste like anything. And I don't know one person in the world that's ever said, you know what? This meal would have been great, but there's something it's missing. Avocados. Uh, <laughs> I think avocados are very plentiful in California, so they throw them on everything. I just want to say, put this out there. Anybody that is thinking about cooking with avocados, use the Jurassic Park gauge of logic to it. Just because you should do it, or I'm sorry, just because you could do it doesn't mean that you should. We don't need avocados on pancakes. We don't really need them on the burgers. Um, the only thing you can really use an avocado for is to make some guacamole out of it. Other than that, it's tasteless. It has, it has the consistency of a diaper or a sausage that was left out in the rain for three days and you step on it. That's an avocado. Remember that the next time you're ordering one of those fucking things. We're having a uh, delay problem, so I'm going to uh, wrap this up and just say thank you. Katie Carrado. Our perpetual guest, always welcome uh, to come on the show. Thank you. I, I would love to be on whenever you'll you'll have me. Anytime. Anytime. It's an open key. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And, John, uh, I think we're having some delays, so just want to say we'll be back soon with everybody. Uh, tweet us at the podcastle, the underscore podcastle. From Jonathan Hassinger, Katie Crotto, I'm Matthew Clark, saying good night. That's me. Thank you.